Let's talk about how long this week has been. <laughs> it's been long. For me, it's been extremely long. So, give you guys. It has been a little long. I'm not going to bury the lead. To give you guys some reference. I've known this for a while. One of my coworkers was going out of town. So, not including today, but since last Friday, I've been working overtime every day. So, that's been 11-hour days, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? And Saturday, I worked two hours as well. And then after I went to work those two hours, I went to the city. So Monday, and I'll I'll tell you guys what I was in the city for. Monday, let's start start there. The 11 hours, come home. No, I watched the majority of the episodes of Love and Hip Hop at work. I come home, finish up what I had to finish up, hit you up. You're like, yo, I'm just getting back in town. My flight was delayed and everything. Yes, I'm like, all right, cool. Um, you was like, oh, we got to record Tuesday. Now, two, like Monday when I was working, I think they sent somebody. So I'm in my head thinking to myself, oh, all right, we got coverage. I don't need to stay as late. So I'm telling my, uh, my brother, oh, we can record Studio Flow Tuesday uh, after eight or something like that. So that's why we couldn't record Tuesday. So I get to work. They send somebody and they still like, yeah, we told him to give you the keys when he leave at nine. So I'm like, I, okay. I said, all right, fine, fuck it. I'm gonna do what I gotta do, do whatever little extra, and I'm gonna sit and chill. So Tuesday didn't get to do anything. Set everything up for Wednesday because we already talked. Wednesday, Wednesday was supposed to be the day. Shell messed up Wednesday, <laughs> so I knew I had to be there long, right? So you know what I did? Finished everything. I called Sarah. I called my brother Jermaine. I said, hey. I'm leaving early. I'm going to go home. I'm So I'm going to record at 6 o'clock. At 7 o'clock, we're going to do Love and Hip Hop. And Bob Lively, Michelle hit me up in the middle of a quarter studio flow and said, yeah, 8 o'clock. And I'm like, I, I got to be back at work by 9. I can't be. I can't. I can't record at 8 o'clock. I was like, damn. I thought. I didn't know you said you had to be back at work at 9. I thought you said you got off at no, 9. I, I know. So I had to be back there by 9 so I can clock out and leave. That's what I when oh. you text me, I'm already at home. I was ready to record. Oh, gotcha. So I go back there and then uh today, Thursday, yeah. That's a nice little simple day. Oh no, today Thursday no, wasn't simple cuz today is my dad's birthday. So I'm Happy birthday, dad. Yeah, 73 years old. So I am Today is my ex's birthday. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask my dad. <laughs> How he did. Ask my mom. You know, I'm going to compare my mom's notes to your notes about their relationship to see if they they, they both, the burger man got some things going. So <laughs> We're supposed to hang out tomorrow for his birthday because for some reason I'm friends with all my exes. <laughs> all right. What, what, all right. So I was like, all right, let me clock in just a little bit earlier today. Get off of work. Go see my dad real quick. And why, when I get over there, I call my brother to see, make sure he was at home. I get over there because uh, my dad works like the same shift. I get, I work. So I get over, I walk in. My dad's in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, you know, good to see you. Happy birthday. Love you, blah, blah. Give us some money. My dad think he a baddie. He really told me, yeah, I took the whole week off. Bro. Not he a baddie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let the, him be a little baddie. You took the whole yeah. Know? I took the took the whole week off. He's like, I'm going going out to the front porch to eat, eat some dinner and shit. Like, all right. I told him I'll be over next weekend. Now all this, I'm gonna get into Saturday. Tomorrow I'm hitting the road. I gotta go to St. Louis because we gotta go because I make up baseball game. So I don't really get a break. Maybe Monday when I come back Sunday. Saturday. We go, I went to uh, to city. I jumped on the train. The train station is not that far from my school that I work at. So I take the train to the city. And I talked about this on the Patreon, but when I was going through episodes that I watched, in, or TV shows. And one of the TV shows I watched was Players, which is about is a mockumentary about um, eSports, which is uh, Le- League of Legends. It's a, a MOBA, basically our online multiplayer RPG, right? And when I put out the tweet, a lot of people were like telling me you should just go because they, they had the championships in Chicago. So I could have went Saturday or Sunday. I chose Saturday. Thank God. Cause it was sunny. Sunday was full of rain. And I went and I took an Uber to the United center, even though I could have walked around the corner. I was upset. I was like, what? Um, <laughs> but again, you know, I walked back. I was like, I'm not paying for this. Um, and when I pulled up, the driver was like, what is going on here? I said, um, yeah, some esports. And he's like, what? And I was like, you can let me out. I don't have time to explain this to this dude. But when I tell y'all <laughs> just how small, like not how small, like we have tunnel vision. The, the United Center is not a cheap place to book. It's why a lot of concerts like will skip over the United Center, but the big ones won't. Um, yeah. It was packed with kids. And, of, and adults, everybody's just um, not really kids. I'm saying I'm kids because I'm 40, so they were like 20 year olds. And I didn't see any little little kids there. Um, these people cheered, had their little sticks. Um, they knew everybody that because it was the 10th year, 10th year of their championships. So they brought mm-hmm. out the the retired pros, and I looked like I was older than all the retired pros. Like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah. and they was cheering like this guy's a four-time champion they brought the trophy out and two of the people who was in the show players was there and thought it was amazing because like yo when we shot the show we had to have extras this is huge it was a really dope moment and i'm glad to experience it because fam i there was a moment i'm not gonna hold you guys where i said if i would have known i could make money playing video games I would have just, I would have did this a little stronger. Mm-hmm. A little like that. I like that. And you could, like, they were getting emotional. And they what, make money. They do. I was telling Sarah, like, they, they make, make They make more money than some of the WNBA players. Like, film. I was like, let me go buy me a system. Let me figure out what's my niche. <laughs> I, I was telling Sarah, like, yo, look, Melissa need to go ahead. You black, you're a woman. Just, you could just be some extra. Just get the bonus points you need like, to get. Like, I'm mad that I don't have a computer I need for real, for real, to really get into my Sims because the Sims you community on YouTube, listen. You see the Sims going free, for, free to play, right? So it's even going to be bigger. Wow. Yeah, so they're like, uh, we're just going to make money off the DLC. But I was showing Sarah some of the intros of the players and she's like is this guy getting emotional i said man it's like fifty thousand people cheering your name like you and i told sarah i i was reading ahead of time because there was like a fan fest and all this and they and somebody was warning the people like yeah you're going to be able to take pictures with these people and there are people wearing jerseys of these guys but you got to understand they're awkward because they grew up in their mom's basement or their bedroom just playing video games all day i was telling sarah the next generation are going to be the stars. The next generation yeah. are growing up like, 
oh, I could be a, I can make money. You're going to see the Floyd Mayweathers, the uh, Muhammad Ali, those versions of just how they put on the show is coming. Yeah. Because these kids now are like, I know this could be attainable. After I left, I went to Fulton Street Market. Have you been there yet? It was cool. The restaurant? The, no, the whole, like, the, the section. The area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was like, all right, so I went to Time Out Market to get some chicken and waffles. I think it should be illegal to say you have chicken and waffles on your menu and your chicken is chicken strips. No, you don't have chicken and waffles. That's not, I'm not I'm not going. <laughs> You're not accepting it. No. Well, was the chicken strips good at least? They were, they were straight. They were straight. But yo, okay. here's another thing too. I had to go ask for more syrup. Like, fam, I'm not going to choke. Like, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta give me some more syrup. You know what? I was in the airport coming back and I was sitting at this little restaurant wasting time because I got to the airport earlier than I needed to because they delayed my flight. Um, So... I'm sitting there eating and they had like fried chicken and waffles as on the menu. And I was like, I don't really want like the breakfast part, but I kind of want the fried chicken. But I'm always very weary of like getting stuff in certain places, right? Yeah. So I ordered the chicken breakfast thing that they had, which was like chicken, grits, whatever. And it's like six pieces of like big ass pieces of chicken. And this chicken was bomb. I'm not oh. even going to hold you. I was like, this is amazing. I was surprised and then upset because I didn't get the waffle. Because <laughs> I was like, this part would have probably really hit it off. Yeah. Uh, a little syrup. Mm. But the, yeah. gr- the grits was even good. You know not everybody can make no, no grits. The grits was good. The chicken was good. It was seasoned. It was crispy. It was hot. It was golden. The drink slapped. I was like, okay, note to self next time. Anytime what, I come back here. Was this, this a restaurant that only... It was called the Breakfast Club. Oh, see, that's going to be difficult. I have to look at that. Because I know sometimes airports have restaurants that actually exist outside of a restaurant. So like, outside they... of, yeah. I don't know enough of this. So funny, I was telling my friend who I went to visit, I was like, damn, I got like an hour or something to kill in here. I'm going to just, you know, find me something to eat. And so he go like, what you find? I tell him, he was like, yo, they actually open? Because every time I fly through, they ain't never open. So I'm like, damn, for real? I don't don't need this to be, you know, up and running anytime I come through here. Because one, I really, the crazy part is I wanted Chick-fil-A. But I think Chick-fil-A was in a whole nother terminal. And I didn't feel like taking the Skyway over to that. (laughs) So I'm like, nah, I'm going to just stay over here. If you're ever flying through Southwest into um, IH and... It's literally right there. You can't miss it. Let me see. Look, look, look at this. Look at you. It's Breakfast Club with a K. Okay, no, this ain't the wrong one. Then and I'm then, looking. I'm looking at it. I was like, and they, this say, they they spell all the all the food that's supposed to have a C got a K. Are like, they are they like blood? <laughs> like, what's going on? Are they blood or something? <laughs> Breakfast Club, Houston, Texas. I, said, well, I don't know. Uh, but IH Airport, see if it pops up. Uh, no, I got it. I see the brother. Oh, Big bro- Marcus Davis on building the Breakfast Club Restaurant Empire, real estate and business. Okay. Oh, okay. I know all that. All yeah, right. It was good. I'm talking about the chicken was amazing. Yo, that's what made me mad. The too. butter that went on the toast. I was like, what is this? I walked out of the timeout market and there was a chicken place on the right of me that was like famous. And I was like, oh, I could have just went here. I could have ate chicken here because, you know, Whenever you have those little marketplaces, they're going to be a little higher because you got to pay for the yeah. like, market price. Yeah. But you know what was nice out there? I had took, I forget, uh, cut through Randolph. What park did I go through? It was a union, whatever. But black girls playing tennis. And then there was a lot oh, of nice. people 
looking like day night attire and people going out. I made the, I made a crucial mistake and I shouldn't have made this mistake in my age, but I don't care. I came home and told Sarah how much fun I had because I was by myself <laughs> and her face like I was like oh then look at this and I showed her the, the videos and I showed a timeout market and I was like and I showed the pictures of my food I was like yeah it was, it was a great time um I, my mom is amazed though she's like John does a lot of things because I, I talked about the Kendrick concert I don't know if I told you I went to the Kendrick concert by myself and that was the first time I went to a you concert you did not I thought y'all went together no she uh and this is what bothered She had just got back from the DR. Like when I went to go get the tickets, she's like, I'm probably not going to be able to get off. She ended up being off that Thursday, but she was going to work Friday. And I was all up on StubHub finding all sorts of tickets. I was like, yo, you can get, you want me to get you this one? We won't, we won't be able to sit together, obviously, but you come and she was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. So, but she's done that before. When I met, I've gone to movies by myself and I need to look up which was the first. It was either X Files or Enemy of the State. I think Enemy of the State was the first time I went to a movie by myself. And I What was the first movie I seen by myself? And I remember how it happened. We we went with our cousins. And, Wait, have I seen a movie by myself? Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm really like thinking about that. Cause I'm like, I used to at first I used to feel weird about it. But I'm like, I don't know if I haven't. Not that I wouldn't do, but now I'm like, I don't recall actually going. I've, to me, it was like going out to eat by yourself was weird. But that I got over. That's what I was like, oh, I did the movies, but maybe I didn't do the movies. So X Files was June nineteenth, nineteen ninety eight. I think it was in the other state. They both came out in nineteen ninety eight, and we went with my cousins. And um, what was it? What ended up happening? Oh, everybody wanted to go see different movies, and I didn't want to see none of their movies. So I was like, I'll just, I was like, I'll just go watch this one. Oh no, it was X Files because November twentieth is uh, nineteen. So it was X Files the first one. Enemy of the State was the second. I did it twice in one year. I don't have a problem doing movies by myself. I don't have a problem going out to eat by myself. Here's the one thing I don't do though. I don't do it at night. Like I won't go out to dinner by myself because uh-huh. I'm like. I don't know. I never. No, that's right. I don't think I've gone out at night either. Like, yeah, the, I'm talking. I don't know. I think I'm always think of that as a social setting, as as if like, especially depending if it's one of these restaurants right by me. That's I'll just pick it up. Everybody has those, but I could imagine me going to like a Morton Steakhouse by myself. I'm like, I don't want to chat with the uh, the, uh, the waiter all day, blah blah, and doing it. No. If I do something like that, I'm gonna just go sit at the bar. But see. And this is the thing too. You I don't drink. Yeah, they <laughs> offer me the bar all the time. I'm like, no, well, I'm, I don't want to sit at the bar. Obviously, they don't know that when, I, when they're seating right. me. Like, but I, I do the bar because usually it's a TV. Um, yeah. And then I got something to watch or keep me occupied. The bartender usually mingles. So you kind of like have that type of engagement. Yep. And then you get to overhear other people's conversations. So if you be like, ha ha ha, you jump in, everybody's kind of okay with it because y'all all sitting at the bar together. Yeah, yeah. But usually, if I sat at a booth, I just uh, yeah, it's usually during the daytime, and then I always have my phone fully charged so I can watch whatever it is I want to watch. Smart. Um, it's dropped today, and I don't know if you had any time or even saw it. Amarion was on Breakfast Club. Did you catch any? I didn't see it, but I saw it in my um on my YouTube because I I followed the Breakfast Club, and I was like, what Amarion? And I don't know. Is it good? <laughs> it was a little something in there. 
Um, you know, Amari, y'all be talking. Did he make any comments towards listen, what the B2K said on the drink channel? Towards the end, they started asking them questions about that. But Amarion is Amarion is Amarion because they asked him because he talked about accountability and admitting that you're wrong and then something. And so they, so they asked him something along the lines of, "What what have you ever been wrong about?" And he straight up hit you with the. When you go into a, a job interview and they be like, "What's your what's your weakness or your your cons?" and you be like, "I work too hard." Right? That's not really a con. So he he right. his was, "Oh, I just I just speak up when I should have been when I should have or I was a little gullible." I said, "So you basically didn't do anything wrong?" So you perfect in every other way. Okay. Yeah, they asked him about um, B2K being a brotherhood. He said everybody has a different version of brotherhood, unfortunately, because some people actually don't have siblings. It means different things to different people. I would say in one aspect through our journey, we put together, we were put together to be brothers. I don't think in essence we were. There were a lot of people that made sure that we connected and then disconnected. Um, Including he, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was weird. He's like, I, I believe in real brotherhood. Jealousy doesn't exist. It never makes you vindictive. And I was like, wait, what do you mean real brotherhood? Like sometimes it does happen, but you you be able to put that to the side. You guys can talk your differences out. Um, what was the woman they asked him about Fizz? There's a question they asked about uh, where he thought like Fizz made a mistake. He was like, yo, he made he he did a costly mistake with like messing with April and stuff like that. And it wasn't a good look for him. Um, I don't nobody care. No, nah, no. Nah. Uh, but no, I mean, it's, it's short. It's 53 minutes. He got a book coming out called Unbothered. Oh, uh, okay, no, go away. I got it right here. He said, uh, they asked him about when did you find out about their relationship, uh, April and their relationship. He said, I heard, and you know, it really turned up my unbothered in another in a whole nother way. I knew what he oh was my doing. Amaria, <laughs> you such a lamb. I knew what he was doing was on purpose and it didn't really prove anything. At the end of the day, you have to recognize that people make their own choices. And most of the time it has nothing to do with you. So he made that choice and I don't think it was a smart choice. Yeah. Um, what else I got on here? Oh, Jesse. I don't think he intentionally did it to get back at him. I think they became a thing because they had a common interest, I guess, like a common thing that they weren't both feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And our uh rest in peace to R and B singer Jesse Powell. Who saw that comment? Yeah. Of course, no one, because he wasn't much like thinking much about but they still haven't said why he passed, have they? No, but Chicago Tribune had posted it. I did not know he was from Gary, Indiana. I saw that when I started researching. I was like, he's from Gary. Y'all be coming out here with some vocalists in Gary. Yeah, dead at the age of 51. Um, his sister was the first one to post it. Um, one day, I don't know when we're going to do this, but we gonna, I want to do a ranking of wedding songs because that you mm. was a wedding song. You know, it's going to be you and it's going to be Eric Benet and Tamia. Oh, it's yeah. Gonna be, it's going to be Chrisette Michelle. A couple of forevers. Um, what, does, what about Case Happily Ever After? Isn't that a what? Oh, that was, Case Happily Ever After. Yep. Mm-hmm. You ain't lied. Yo, uh, let's do. Yeah, let's focus on '90s R&B <laughs> wedding songs. That is going. We're gonna rank them. We're gonna get the list together and we're gonna put them in. What is the number one R&B '90s wedding song? Oh man, R.I.P. I feel then. like Eric Benet and Tamia are going to take it because I ain't that's been to a, a wedding yet that's a, they had it. That's a duet. It's tough. That's a duet. Mm-hmm. 
Um, PNB Rock was shot and killed during. Did you what, know who? Well, you being music, yes, so I'm sure I knew who, who I was aware was. who PNB Rock was. I had no idea who this man was. Um. Yeah, and <clears throat> it happened. Uh, well, the video showed up. Somebody recorded the video of his last moments, which I, I to this day have not seen, and I'm not looking for it. Um, and people started blaming his girlfriend slash mother of one of his children for posting their location. They were at an Inglewood Roscoe Chicken and Waffles. And, uh, apparently, that's not the one you go to. And people have been posting their location forever. And you spo- you're supposed to do it after you leave the place, if you're going to do it. Yeah. So they gave the conversation started on that, blaming her, um, him wearing all his jewelry at the time was the situation. And that my my thought process is do celebrities even need social media? As far as not having, I'm not talking about not having a presence, but you needing to run it, period. Meaning, yeah. let me hand this over. You tell them when I got a concert, when I'm on the red carpet, whatever. But I have one that's private for just friends and family and just showing them. And what does social media look like without celebrities? Okay. I, I wonder, I, because I get these new age or the newer generation wants to show everything. They want to, Mm -hmm. because we always be like, yo, why you got to show all your jewels and your cars? They show their L's too. Like, remember when uh, Meek Meek Mill slipped walking out of his mama's house? He posted that shit. He posted him busting his ass on some icy steps. I I always want to like, the people who get on here and then post wow shit, like them crying. Like, I still can't get that one. Why do I need I would not pick up my phone. When tears, because I never, I don't, here's the thing about it. I get you being open and you're vulnerable. I never have to, you never have to be in the moment because I'm never going to call bullshit if you told me, yo, that shit hurt me. I was actually in tears. No, you wasn't, nigga. You didn't take no picture of it. I don't know. Like, I don't it. care. I can't like, believe it. I didn't see it. Yeah, because we, especially when it comes to men, we, if a man is willing to admit that he cried, I believe he cried. He ain't going to be, yeah. if it's in front of his guys. I can see maybe he wants some oh woman to look at him like he's a little more sensitive, but he's telling his friends, like, no, nah, I was hurt about that shit. I was teared up. If I was any, crying, my guy. None of your friends gonna say, man, I ain't see you ain't see it on my my come up in the stories. So I don't know if you really did it, my G. <laughs> <sighs> I, listen, I let there are celebrities who do it right. I think Beyonce is magical with her Instagram, so is Rihanna. As far as rap. Kendrick, I don't even think he has social media, and J. Cole for the little bit, or maybe Jay Z too, the little bit they'll post something and then disappear. Because they, the, you know what? We were talking about this on Miami. The way Hollywood is, and we like Hollywood, social media is the same way. If you on there too long, it fucks with you. You start to yeah. think that's the reality. Yeah. Oh, man. Like Nicki Minaj is a little, she messy. <laughs> <laughs> She is her. She all the all the She's women so rappers are beefing to me sometimes. All the women rappers are beefing right now. If y'all didn't know, <laughs> for who? For why? Who is all? So apparently, Nikki does not like Megan because Megan worked with Cardi, and you know Nikki does not like Cardi. And then Megan dropped the Plan B remix with Lil Kim. So 
There that go. And then Cardi was in the studio with Lil' Kim. And Nicki dropped the Super Freaky remix with Malibu Mitch, Akbar V from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, um, JT, Bia, Katie Got Bands, Chicago. Uh, and apparently the reason these women were picked outside of JT, because everybody was like, these are third stringers, was because they were the ones who thanked her for going number one. So, and listen, I heard the song. I'm not the biggest fan of Super Freaky, but the girls did their thing. It wasn't like, yeah, you got picked because you said number one. But it's weird to pick people on a feat on a remix for that reason, other than, yo, I like you. I want to work with you. Right. Uh, she was throwing shots at Coyle Ray, Asian doll, Megan. She she alluded that Megan told her to drink while she was pregnant, so that's the easy way to get an abortion. Megan denied that. It's it's I don't get it. Nikki is 40, or oh, she'll be 40. We were born the same year. She'll be 40 in December. And I don't think she's she's not aging like into the like that level of maturity. Yeah, that, not at all. She's it's be- like you trying to stay relevant in some type of way. But it's also like you beefing with the new generation. You don't need to. They if they either fuck with you or they don't. They should. You paved the way. You lasted longer than any other ones. But if they don't do it, that's they lost. Yeah. This little mermaid thing. I don't know if you've oh, seen oh the God. videos. I'm enjoying this. They they dropped the D23 was last week. So they dropped the trailer of Haley Bailey. I'm so mad her parents did that. It, our brains, our black brains want to say Holly Berry so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. And you got to take a I'd be having to go like Hallie and Chloe. Yeah. Golly, Holly Bailey. Yeah. At least Michael B. Jordan. It, it, it's a, it B helps us out. Um. He was at the party, but Lori wasn't. You saw Beyonce had a party? <laughs> for her 45th. He said, but Lori wasn't. Yeah. Was she supposed to be there? I always wonder how it works, right? So this is why I talk about this. And I'm not going to get about Little Mermaids. I'm just going off. So she had a 40, her 41st birthday party. It was a skate party. I saw Offset was there. Obviously, Jay-Z was there. But the Kardashians, like Kim and Chris was there. And I think Chloe. But Kanye wasn't invited because Kanye been on some other shit. So do you like? Uh, but Sierra was there, which I'm glad because everybody be thinking Sierra and Beyonce got beef. So Sierra was at this party. I never thought they had beef. I just never seen them together. Yeah, and I was like, are they just not friends? Like, do they not really know each other? Like, what is that? If you were putting together a reality show based around Beyonce and other R&B pop or entertainers who would you want let's say you got seven women who are the other six women you want in the house of Beyonce I want Rihanna in the house with Beyonce I do want Rihanna in the house with Beyonce I kind of would want Kim in the house because I just want to see their dynamic Kardashian mm-hmm. okay yeah all right three um I would throw in a former Destiny's Child member, not the more current one. So, so no I was Kelly. probably throwing so like Lat- Latavia? not a Kelly. I know they BFFs. I don't want to see that. I want to see like a Latoya. Okay. And her. Um, I would like uh, a Marie. All right, that's a good one. She po- she popped up recently on a fabulous song. 
Oh, I got reasons behind this because everybody hit around Beyonce still an A Marie style, and then that's why A Marie disappeared. So I just like won't controversy. Oh, with the drum, the uh, drums with well, that's that more of the producers. Whatever style, that but... was, yeah, it was more the producers per se. But everybody loved going off of it and blaming that being a reason that A Marie didn't continue to blow up. All right, I'm missing one person. You said Beyonce, A Marie, Latoya, Kim. Who was the other person you said? Um, we are, oh we already have Rihanna okay Rihanna's five so, so yeah five all right so we need two more women um, I don't need else? Carrie Hilson but I want her to have a famous friend that so Carrie Hilson can show up on the show yeah <laughs> she got to be friend of the show uh, who she can be who, friend of the show like is Carrie Hilson friends with Monica that I can bring Monica or Brandy like I can bring one of them into the house Ooh. Monica might be fun though. Monica might be fun. That's maybe yeah. <laughs> Monica would be fun. I think so, I feel like I don't know if they're friends or not, but for some reason I feel like Lala know everybody. Yeah, Lala is a friend. She's a friend with uh Beyonce and a friend with uh Kim too. Yeah, I feel like Lala will work. Maybe Lala more than Monica, because Lala can bring in everybody. Lala's a friend L- of everybody. Like should know everybody. So that's how you get and- Carrie to show up. <laughs> Have the, have the sit down episode and the last the the sit down is like it goes off. You got to wait to reunion to see how it played out. Jennifer Hudson. That's all right. Let's look at this list, guys. <laughs> uh, Beyonce, Amory, Latoya, Kim, Rihanna, Lala, Jennifer Hudson. Kim, <laughs> I, I want to see this show. I want to see this show though. <laughs> it put you can you can put them like you know how the second family you was like on San Diego put, the, I don't want you to put them in Jamaica because I need other people to show up. So if yeah, you want to put them on a, like LA or something. if you want to put them on the Island off of Miami, that is fine. But as somebody, I need other people to show up on this show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to call it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there's supposed to be a one Oh six and park reboot. Are you here? I don't know. I don't he is know. He watch videos. I know. What are you doing? So this is from Vibe. Giving thanks to the show that introduced himself and his co-host Free to the television industry, AJ Calloway gave a shout out to Free and shook the table with the reboot hint. Quote, I got sidetracked. Listen, I am, ha- I am saying hello to all the original 106 and crew and all those who blessed the stage and crew after us. Free, I got mad love for you. And I know our story isn't over. You ready? Um, I think the culture needs a little more love again. Free responded to the enduring post and few of the reboot speculation. Quote, AJ, good morning and happy 106th anniversary. Happy 106th anniversary day. Somehow you continue to be the coolest, most charismatic guy I know who knows everybody. Love you deep and hell yeah, we got more work to do. Let's go. So they made the debut to September 11, 2000. Okay, I was about to say not eleven, but that was two thousand one. I was like, really? That was crazy. I don't remember that being okay. All right, no, I don't. Uh, I I love that version. That's the one I grew up with, um, yeah. and I'm gonna say grew up with, even though I was nineteen when that shit hit. But no, I'm good on this. We we unless it's just them doing like one on one interviews, but no music. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's gotta just be interviews. That's it. Would you want to see a I reality mean, show with them? Free, AJ, Cheris J, Roxy, Bow Wow, Keisha Shantae. Like, Hell yeah, <laughs> run that shit. Run that. <laughs> oh, 
It's just yeah. knowing the other people's names because I, I knew I knew Terrence and Roxy and Val. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, Keisha is just gonna be dealt with. Uh, so Drake says you were his first love. What was that? What oh, was that? Right, around? that's who that is. Kiki, do 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 do. All right. My bad, guys. Guess sidetrack like a motherfucker. Little Mermaid. Yeah, Little Mermaid. The videos of Little Mermaid are amazing. And this shows that representation matters. And I know representation, everybody doesn't need to see themselves to achieve it. But the way these little black girls and brown girls are like, oh, my God, it's a mermaid. She's a mermaid this time, blah, blah. And I never understood people getting upset over representation other than you have an insecurity and that being secure in your place of life, but especially when it's fictional, it's a mermaid. They could be whatever, but we've been dealing with this with Lord of the Rings. We've been dealing with this with uh game of Thrones. Dragons, yeah. yeah with, well now the, uh, what are black people doing here? Like this all don't make sense. It's elves and dragons, my nigga. What are we doing? It was whomever it was that did the beautiful tweet. And I'm talking about viral tweet when it was like, Y'all complaining about the, like they said you didn't dump enough Africans in the ocean and you surprised that little mermaid is black. And I was like, ma'am, uh, ma'am. <laughs> but like it's them coming with these scientific ain't no way possible because the there's sun no sun. And, the mel- and mel- so therefore oh. the melanin and like what? But aren't there black fishes? Don't talk. I'm sorry, I don't I'm know sorry. what you I'm sorry, I said fishes. Aren't there black fish? They are black fish. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Uh, like, just like, why are we add a science to science fiction though? Like, to, to fantasy. Like, what are we doing yeah, here? That like, part. Do, do y'all pick a part? Like, how, how can Spider Man swing from webs and Superman fly? This is ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. So, would y'all be as equally mad? And Little Mermaid was originally black, and they changed her mm, to white. Nah, they're black. Oh, that makes sense. <sighs> But her voice was amazing in that, that scene. Oh, of course. Sounded, I expect nothing else. Sounded. She's always had like a little Disney tone thing about herself to me, though. Mm-hmm. Fam U ranked as the top public HBCU. You got any, any beefs with this? Are they? I don't have beef, but I'm actually surprised. Released September 13th, Fam U also ranked 103rd nationally among public universities. I think it's the largest HBCU, like as far as campus size in um enrollment the institution ranked number seven among all public and private hbcus with atlanta spellman college and number one um we'd be trying to get melissa to go to hbcu but she'd be afraid of the south i don't know why but i i'm like you can go to hampton and howard it's in dc area like, it's, it's a little north well not that not my that baby far. went to um is in howard now how she mm-hmm. like it she love it she loving it i know and we were surprised because her being away from her mama is a thing. People like, they're going to be gone for a week and be ready to come back home. That girl left and was this, like, all right, uh, great, bye. This is the thing, too. <laughs> so her grandfather doesn't want her to go away. And I understand this. As a grandfather, you're like, I, I don't know how many years ago. She's going to be far away. I want her to be close. But if, if I was an only child or I had the opportunity when my parents were going to be like, what school do you want to go to? We're going to try to get you into that school. I would have been up because I was like, I got to see the world sometime. Like, let yeah. me go. Let me go out here and spread my wings. And I mean, if she's getting up to study, I just had to start taking home some tools. Oh yeah, yeah, that's happening because she just she be, she's just started her junior year. Yeah, so. gotta take her around, get the experience. Yeah, yeah. 
That's going to be something. All right. The Emmys took place on Monday. And Do it usually take place on a Monday? I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, I do know Zendaya. Is that how you pronounce her name? Zendaya. I always, yo, my first mind is to say Zendaya, and then I'll be thinking I'm wrong. <laughs> then I say Zendaya. No, it's, it's, it's said how it's spelled Zendaya. Zendaya. She won for Euphoria. She did. Um, Lizzo won for Watch Out for the Big Girls. I think that's what the name of her reality show on, her reality competition show on Amazon. Cheryl Lee Ralph won for Abbott Elementary and gave an amazing speech. Amazing speech, yep. And it wasn't long. No. So if you watch the clip on um, YouTube, the clip is seven minutes. By the time she gets up there to get her award, she has maybe two minutes of her. And she don't take all that up. But I remember watching Mm it. And I remember watching it. It was a long time. I was watching it. And when she started singing, I said, oh, oh. I was like, oh, wait, yeah, she was on Broadway. She is. I was going to say, I was not surprised. But it was her singing on demand. It yeah. wasn't no prep behind it. Wasn't no, no, I was just going to no, it. She just sang, like, bitch, I do this. Yeah. What? It's like, the way she was singing, you got to use dip, oh, the bravado and the gravitas. And the, <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, she said, I am trained. Yes. Don't play with me. 65 years old. She's older than my mother. I think she early around for six. Let me, let me put that, put age. I think she is, though. Shirley Love. I think my mama is 65. Mama 64. This year will be 65 this year. Shirley Love. Let's see. When is she born? 19. Great. They just say presents. 1955. <laughs> she older than 65. Is that, yeah, that the, she older than 65. Well, this is citation needed. I've heard she's 65 years old. So I'm surprised Wikipedia don't have her exact age. Which means she is two, born 1957 if she's 65. All right. Uh, the controversy was Quinta Brunson when she oh, won. Oh, yeah. Because what was that? Jimmy, it was all right. So I had to watch it and because I, I heard about it. And Will Arnett drags Jimmy Kimmel out and um, because Jimmy Kimmel lost to John Oliver for late night television variety, whatever it was. And I think this is like 17 years in a row, whatever it is. So he's he just dead. He laid out. <laughs> they laid they they announced that Quinta Brunson won for like best writing in a sitcom. She that's when he should have got off the stage. I yeah. under, I understand it was a joke and you were doing a bit, but the joke lands flat when we were talking more about you than her award. And I understand she's like, no, he's been a supporter. Um, yeah, I've seen her like, so, part. But I was like. That's all I, I believe. I believe that she's not upset about it, but I was like, we're not even talking about you. We're talking about the, the media's more focused on Jimmy Kimmel. She was just on the sh- his show the other night. I haven't seen that clip yet, but I just saw that she was on there. Listen, happy for her. I liked Abbott Elementary. I'm waiting for season I two. I do. I love that little show. Especially when you worked in the school. I, his, his a little different when you worked in the school and you're like, I know exactly all this stuff. Everything, this is my biggest gripe with schools though. School sitcoms. Animated or non-animated, because Bob's Burgers do the same thing. They forever only have one custodian. And I'm like, that is not <laughs> how that works. One custodian is not running a whole elementary school. That is not nah. how that would work. Uh, speaking of things that got renewed for a second season, Rap Shit will be back for season two. I'm excited about I Rap Shit. I didn't start season one. 
I would love for you to watch it because we could actually do a I, whole. I keep saying I'm getting to it, but nothing like nobody's really like talking about. We it. could do a whole Patreon on rap shit in the dynamic. <laughs> See, here's what rap shit is does. Thirty minutes or an hour. They're thirty minutes long, and it's only eight episodes. This okay. is the best part about rap shit that I will say. It does a way better job at depicting the music industry than Atlanta, Dave, and Empire. It does way as far as that. <clears throat> The struggle of new artists working a single, using social media to your advantage, the hoops and things you have to go through to get to where you want to get to. And they do a really good job of that. Speaking okay. of Empire, y'all see White Empire dropping on Fox called Monarchy? <laughs> it's just, no. It's Empire with country music. It's just Empire with country music, man. Okay. Let them do that. A thing. Monarch or whatever. Speaking of Monarch, uh, the queen died. I don't think we did. Did she die after we recorded or before we recorded? I don't know. I just don't think we really care. Oh yeah, I'm just letting y'all like what well, we know. She died, but it's not. It's not a thing. <laughs> now we know. I mean, we know it happened. Yeah, I saw Black Twitter, Irish Twitter, and <clears throat> India Twitter was throwing a celebration. While I, I well. I'm not I, gonna celebrate anyone's death. Exactly. Per se. I, I wouldn't take it that far. I understand it, but she is a figurehead for something that still continues. It's not like once she died, they're like, well, we don't have a royal family no more. That's that's the end. It continues with uh, her son, who's 73 years old, now gets to be the king. Which he ain't going to, I mean, I ain't going to say he ain't going (laughs) to last too long because she clearly made it to 96 or whatever. Yeah. I mean, blessed be the fruit. Oh, what? The Handsmaid Tale came out yesterday. Oh, you shit. got so country. <laughs> I didn't know you watched it. I never heard what? you talk. It's my show. Oh, yo, we've been doing this for years. This is season five. We have never mentioned Handsmaid Tale. Oh, that's because I didn't watch it in real time. Oh. I watched it during COVID. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was like, I kept meaning I'm, to like watch it. Like, I'm going to get around to I get around to. So, you know, COVID, you got all this time on your hands. So I started watching it. Yeah, that came back. I hear it's heavy handed, but it's good. But Atlanta uh, comes back yeah. today. Mm-hmm. I was just look. I was like, how many episodes? I was just on a site before we started recording tonight, and it says reviewing Atlanta episodes Two one episodes, through. I think come on tonight. Okay, because they said reviewing episodes one through three, and I'm like, are they dropping three episodes? Oh shit, maybe I think it's. I think I saw two, but it could be three. I don't know. I can't keep up, honey. Golly, my. <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot, man. Oh, let me pull this up. Oh, you were out of town, so you didn't have to deal with nothing. That's, wait, when was your... Did the rain cause your plane to be delayed? Is I that, don't know. Because it was I it was know, because it wasn't raining Monday, so unless it's... Maybe it was another city that I had to fly through that was raining, but it wasn't really raining here on Monday, and it wasn't raining there on Monday. Yeah, I got uh, I got two episodes, so I don't know why it was episode doing one through three. <laughs> So the most Atlanta and the homeliest little horse is episode two. That's it. Ten nine central. I like. I always like that. <laughs> um, Bears won. That was a good little thing. Whoop, whoop. Slipping the slide in the I watched all the football games on Sunday. It's it's good to have football back, but man, your day go by really quickly on those Sundays. Man, People like, well, oh. that day drug for me, but I was oh. sitting there watching all the games. 
Yeah, it was. It was listen, it was. It was a, a messy game, but they pulled it out, so it was, it was good for them. I was like, all right, you guys did your little thing. I don't expect yeah, too much. Hoping it's not season. a fluke, but <laughs> New Jack City stage play is coming soon. So, mm-hmm. on gonna go Wiz- check it out. No, on Wednesday, the stage <laughs> player's producer, Jacarius, 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 J E apostrophe C A Y C A R Y O U S Johnson. Listen to me, Jacarius Johnson. Is Jacarius. he the same one who did the stat, set it off one? That name seems so familiar. It might he had to be. How you get the rights to the place? Can we do this? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I'm like he he had Baps live. He's doing. He's got he got the power of love by Luther Vandross and Marvin Gaye the musical from Jacarius Entertainment. Come on, I am not mad at him. New Jack City's live on stage. The wait is over. Get your tickets now, and you can lock twenty dollars off your twenty dollars off your ticket purchasing using the code Nino. So this is going to star Flex Alexander. Alan, <laughs> that part. That part tickled me though. I ain't gonna hold you. Alan Payne, Big Daddy Kane. Wait, who was Alan Payne playing? Alan Payne. I don't know. But, wait, wasn't Alan Payne in? Yes, I'm saying this is a continuation. Wait, he died. <laughs> and then I Trent. mean, it's a play. It's starting from the beginning, like it's continuing. But, he probably playing himself. But he oh now <laughs> he looked good. Don't get me wrong. He looked like, good though. But I'm like. <clears throat> Imagine not playing yourself though. You watching somebody else play you. You like you ain't doing it right. <laughs> uh, tickle myself. Let's see. The announcement of the resurrection of the movie and stage play form has drawn opinions online. Somebody says New Jack City, the stage play is some ghetto ass shit. You can buy tickets on ticket. Why is that ghetto? But the set it off play was not. Y'all say. Uh New Jack City stays live on stage with singing bits. So someone else tweeted. I want to see New Jack City stage play. I've seen so many good reviews of the set. Oh, set it off. That's right. what I'm saying. Like I didn't hear nobody say set it off was terrible. So why do y'all all just assume the New Jack City? At first, I thought it was a joke, but then I kept seeing. I was like, oh no, this might be real. Like why did everybody just assume it was gonna be trash? Because I that person did the set it off one, and I know that the, I didn't hear nothing bad about the set it off one. Here's my question though. <clears throat> what 90s black movie can we remake? Oh, let's do The Wood as a play, stage play. Ooh. It's got the music. <laughs> let's just do The Wood. Ooh. Oh, no, it's going to be more expensive. You can need two actors. You got to get the kid actors. actors Damn play. it. No, nah, all right. We can do The Best Man as a stage play. I feel like that shit works. Oh, uh, that's definitely a play. <laughs> you could definitely do that in the play. Oh, man. Would it, would it, uh, on Southside, Rail is working. Lil Rail works on a stage play. And he said every church stage play gotta have three things. Um, somebody cheating, somebody on mm-hmm. drugs, and mm-hmm. I forgot what the other one was. <laughs> Those are both very accurate though. <laughs> somebody on drugs. I forgot what the other one was. Somebody cheated, somebody on drugs. I, I feel like you gotta have a church person. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, so I did see uh speaking of church. I like all my segues just be like, speaking of, speaking of, that's how I'm segueing everything. <laughs> um, Hunk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. That's on Peacock starring Sterling K. Brown and, and Regina, Regina Hall. Hall. 
both over 50 and look amazing. Yo, you, you ever watch? Looking good. You ever watch? Y'all ever watch TV? So in this later, you just said you didn't watch the latest episode of She-Hawk. In the latest episode of She-Hawk, Roslyn, I forgot her name, but she was in Hamilton. And um, she's a black lady. She's about 55. Looks amazing. We already talked about Shirley Ralph. So when I look at Sterling K. Brown, who takes off his shirt a few times in the movie and show you his muscles, you'd be like, this nigga like 10 years older than me. Look at the shape he's in. So look like, at so, this shit, yeah. He's like, I was like, you got to do that all the time. I'm like, I have got to get my shit together. Yeah, you like, what am I doing? So it's about, it's half movie, half mockumentary. Well, no, sorry. It's that, it should be a mockumentary. I think the movie would have been better. I think it's okay. The leads are amazing in it. It's about this church couple, the pastor and his wife, first lady, who have been disgraced due to sexual sexual, sexual scandals, uh-huh. uh, allegations in part to, uh, due to our husband. So now they're trying to rebuild their image and they're doing this documentary, but they're going through the scandal at the same time. And Regina is playing this dutiful wife who is trying to stand by her man. But not only did they lose their congregation due to the scandal, they have an up and coming, they're battling an up and coming couple who is pastor and a pastor. And they were like, they start off at their church and now they're copying their swag. And now they're oh, the wow. young, cool, hip ones. So you're dealing with that. And it parts is comedy, it parts is drama. And it gets real serious towards the end. I think, boy, if it would have went full mockumentary, it could have been something even greater. But they are good. It is short. It's an hour and 30 minutes. No, that's and, not bad. Yeah. I ain't got around to watching that neither. And it's basically, they said they're comparing it to Eddie Bishop, Bishop Eddie Long. And if you know his scandal, it has to deal mm-hmm. with men. So that's what it is, is about. And you don't have to watch this to know this or to answer this question. How I wonder how women compartmentalize that mm-hmm. aspect of your relationship, meaning your husband is accused of being with say, of same sex relationships, consensual mm-hmm. in this in this, and regardless of whether you believe men can be bi or not, whatever, who cares? How do you like get a part of women to be? Like, does he even want me? Am I what he wants in this? And, uh, like, it's like, because I think that's what it is with women who be like, I don't think men can be bi because I don't have dick for you. And it ain't, they be like, especially, they probably don't believe in bi bottoms. They were like, unless you want me to start pegging you, I don't believe in bi bottoms. You're a top, yeah, you always fucking, you want to fuck anything. It's just what you, but I don't know. Maybe that's what it's hard for them to believe. But they, 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 she's dealing with that in a lot. It's, it's, it's good though. So I didn't get okay. around to note. So it, y'all know I had a busy, busy ass week. Um, uh, She-Hawk episode was a slow one this week. But, I feel like I ain't heard nobody talk about it, so it yeah. had to be kind of slow. Yeah, it was a slow one. It was a slow one. So they go by so quick. The episodes are just so quick. Yeah, I love and I like the surrounding cast too. I like her friend Nikki, and then uh. The little I do like the friend paralegal or whatever. I wonder how. You know what I'm I'm enjoying this because um, it happens in rap shit too. Chameleon from Love and Hip Hop Miami. Her her character name is Mia, and she has these two women friends 
who are like talk, I guess, like how women talk as far as like sex goes and like, girl, you better do this and girl, you got to do this and blah, blah, blah. And then uh-huh. Nikki's the same way when uh, the previous episode when She-Hulk went on dates. She's like, I want the deets. And I'm glad that that's Feel coming to the, to the forefront. Because men, women, the, that because I'm saying men, like, damn, for so long, women, it's almost like women don't, women don't really be talking about sex like that. And women don't, no, they're chasing about, like, y'all got to stop that bullshit. Women be talking about sex. Who said that lie? Man, women, men, we want to believe women don't be like, no, they only want to talk about sex with me and I'm the greatest she ever had. I'm like, all right, keep believing. Um, Bye. Uh, let me see if anything broke while before we get out of here. Shaquille O'Neal shares, I don't care. Um, <laughs> that was quick. Yeah. Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears, alleged victims, ready to talk settlement for sexual assault lawsuit and are demanding a public apology for questionable uh, skit. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel apologized to Quentin Brunson on the air for that weird fell Emmy's bit. Natalie Nunn seemingly gets into heated exchange with Mano during New York Fashion Week after appearance, after rapper snatched Mike from Zeus. What are both of y'all doing on New York Fashion Week? Any, well, I guess it's Zeus. Uh, oh, yeah, the Troy Lanez trial has been delayed again. It was supposed to start in October. It's going to be starting in late November, early December now. What trial? The Megan Thee Stallion of Troy, Troy Lanez. Oh. Speaking of trials, didn't R. Kelly just get some more years? <laughs> yeah, like six out of the 13. I don't think we're ever going to see him again. We not. We wasn't gonna see him off the first Saturday. What is you saying? Oh, speaking of, why did I get on iTunes and it was like new music, R. Kelly? I said how, so I clicked on it. It's oh. called No Air, released September twenty twenty two. Now I don't know how that happened, Wait. but it's giving very much um, step in the name of love. It's my barbecue vibes. No air. If you want to go ahead and. Check that out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm confused about this. He, he putting out music? All right. Just, it's just a single, but I don't know how that happened. All right. Good for her. All right. Nick Cannon got a, he just had his knife child coming to the world. Uh, Kanye ending his partnership with Gap. Uh, this is so funny. Nicki Minaj really believed that Cardi B's grandmother did voodoo on her. You know where she got that information God, from? Get away from me. Well, Azealia man. Banks. And when Nikki ran with it, she said, Of I, all the people. Azealia Banks said, I lied. <laughs> and laughed at it. She's like, and she said, the easiest form of witchcraft is to tell someone that witchcraft is being done to them. <laughs> I was like, what? Yo, which, you know why it works? But I think because we all have that, we all, but a lot of us have a negative perception on the world, on, on us. We'd be like, every, all the bad stuff happened to me. So if somebody said, yo, such such did witchcraft and you'd be like, see, I knew it was a reason. You'd be like, nah, bro, nobody did no witchcraft on you. Uh, yeah, so um, Azalea posted, I lied to you, you stupid hoe. Cardi's grandma didn't do witchcraft on you. Why would Nikki believe Why Azalea would you Banks. listen to Azalea though? Like of all the people. Azalea Banks admits she lied about a statement made in 2018 where she claimed Cardi's B grandmother performed voodoo on Nicki Minaj. Banks revealed this following a recent episode of Queen Radio where Minaj said an unnamed female rapper attempted voodoo on her several times. All right, y'all, this is the episode. She really... That's the episode. Why are you? <laughs> Why? <laughs> 
I knew it. I but let, all right, think about this. 2018. Hasn't Nikki gotten married? Hasn't Nikki? Well, I guess that's what she said. Attempted. See, she wasn't stopping my She had a child, wasn't stopping my blessings. So attempted. Oh my God. Okay. All right. That's the episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You can tweet me at one and only you can tweet Shell. And thanks for Shell. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snapchat chat at IMS with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1515F. Check out the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. Support on Patreon. Until next time, guys, I say peace. She says, bye.